Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast. Something new we're going to do uh, each week during the Supercross season. Try to highlight some privateers, talk about their struggles on the island, talk about getting off the island, things they got to go through each week to race against uh, you know some of the very best in the world, guys that are making millions of dollars and and fly to races and have everything taken care of them. And then there's there's these guys, the complete opposite of, say, a Ken Roxon or a Ryan Dungey. Uh, brought to you by FXR Racing, uh, a big supporter of privateers out there. Uh, many guys, they stand by their product and they stand by their riders. FXR believes strongly in grassroots promotion of the athletes, no matter what age, level, or discipline. The factory ride starts with FXR, FXRRacing.com. FXR designed by racers for racers. A couple of guys that wear FXR gear out there on the grind each and every week through five rounds of Supercross Series while... One of them threw five rounds. One of them had to miss some races. But we're going to check in with these two jerkies most weeks and see what's going on. First up, uh, he is a, a Canadian motocross racer up north in the summer. He's coming back from a hand injury. Cade Clayson, what's up, Cade? How are you? I'm good, man. Just uh, out here in Texas, grinding away, having a, having the time of my life. Having the time of your life, really? Yeah, it's exciting, man. <laughs> Traveling, living life. All right, I like to hear I like that. How you, I like how, I like how you did him first. Uh, you know what? Because we started trying this before Cade screwed us all up the first time, and he was upset that he didn't get to go first. So that's Alex Ray. What's up, A Ray? What's up, man? How's it going? Thanks for doing this again. <laughs> that means I'm sorry. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I messed it up. Okay, sorry. Oh. I was at the track doing something, Alex. Um. Or right. I'm too busy stuck in a van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro, for being able to drive to the race. Um, yeah, we're gonna get into all of that in a little bit. But first up, before we get too far, uh, Alex, I'll start with you. Who are some of the guys that are helping you this year? Uh, first off, I'd like to thank you, Steve, because you've helped me out tremendously. You know, I, I know prior to the season, I came to you, you know, and uh, you helped me a little bit get a get a few sponsors. So uh, I'd like to thank those guys. Um, a couple of them are uh, Vortex, um, Ride Engineering, X-Brand Goggles. And then uh, you got my main sponsors, uh, that, the guys that are helping me out, uh, TXS Productions, K1 Speed, FXR, um, Dedicated Ride Company, No Lean J6. Uh, yeah, those are just a few of the guys that are helping me out this year. I, well, after I wrenched for you at A2, I, I, I said, this guy's got to get some new clamps. So thanks to the folks from Ride Engineering for stepping up. See what I can do, oh, yeah. Cade. If only, if only Cade, if only you, you, you know, you trusted me, I could help you out, just like I did with A Ray. No faith. Um, who's helping you, Cade? Uh, man, it's a it's a sweet group of people. I got K1 Speed, BWR Engines, SSI Decals, Race Tech, uh, FXR, Arai. You know, the list goes on, but. You know, it's a good group of people I got this year, so I'm stoked with it. So K1 Speed Go Kart Company, right? Go the Go Kart place, based. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what weren't they your first uh, sponsor, uh, Alex? Or no? Were they with Cade first? No, uh, they, they wrote first. They... Oh. Okay, one at a time. I mean, they I wrote. Were, I wrote Alex's sponsor, and then he ditched the whole team. So then <laughs> he got like a side deal, and I got the ride. All right. Alex, is that how it went? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how it went. I rode for them uh, in Supercross as actually as a fill-in uh, for, I think, Brady Kiesel um, in 2000, I think, 14, 2014 Supercross. Okay. And then um, 
and no, 15. I think it was 15. And uh, yeah, you know, um, I came great friends with Randall over at uh, K1 Speed, and then and once uh, after outdoors, you know, we sort of parted ways, and uh, you know, and you know, Randall still wanted to help out a little bit, so. Yeah, me and him are pretty good friends, and, you know, it worked out good. Uh, Cade, how's the uh, hand? You uh, you missed the start of the year uh, from an injury in Germany. Does it still bug you, or are you are you 100% healed? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much back to 100%. Um, it, it, uh, <clears throat> I bugged it last uh, in Phoenix. I jammed it, and it swelled up real bad again, but, you know, I took a few days off. And uh, it got back, so it, it feels like normal. Um, my pinky's kind of jacked up still, but besides that, like I, it doesn't bother me when I ride or anything. So it's uh, it's not too big of a deal anymore. Um, all right, so we're five rounds in. Uh, I'll start with you, Kate, again. Um, how's your season overall? You know, for a guy like you, you want to be in the main events every week. It's it, you know starts off with a deep field. Some injuries come in uh, each and every week. You're you know you're trying to get in three out of the five mains so far for you. How's the season been going through through four races for you? Uh, it's good. You know, the first round I, uh, I was able to get into the main. You know, uh, it, it was it was nice for me. You know, I, it, I was kind of lacking confidence, but you know, to be able to make it right in was nice. And then, uh, you know, the next two rounds didn't go as well. You know, everyone saw me crash with Jimmy um, in the LCQ at uh, A two. And then in Phoenix, I uh, I crashed again in the LCQ. So, mm-hmm. you know, to make the main this weekend in uh, wherever we were, Oakland, Oakland was uh, it was a big step in the right direction. So, I felt better in the main. You know, I still struggled a bit, but um, I I've got my confidence back a little bit. So I feel better at the races now uh, that I'm you know basically 100. percent And a race two mains for you. Yeah, two mains. I think it was two mains for Cade too. Don't. Yeah, don't you know what? Him. The AMA sheets have a zero, meaning like like you have zero points scored, but like as if you're in it. But so yeah, my bad. Two two mains for Clayson. Let's not. Yeah, let's not cut. You know. <laughs> um, how's your season going, A Ray? For you? Uh, it's going. It's going great for me as well. You know, uh, I made uh, A two and then Oakland um, this weekend. Actually, me and Cade made the main. Uh, both mains yeah, together, same, same races, I guess you yeah. could say. Yeah, and then, you know, like he said, we had a little bit of bad luck. And, of course, you were there um, for one of them, you know, yeah. the pit board, your your uh, encouragement. And the LCQ just told me to throw whips. And uh, ah, we, were, we were out of it. All I, should, all I wanted to do at that point was beat Clayson. That was all I cared about. You know, hey, and we did. We got the job done. We yep. beat him, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, everything's been going good. Uh, another person I'd like to thank is Mike, my uh, my cousin. He's a good family member. He's actually been helping me out on the weekends whenever Steve isn't. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're headed to Texas now. So hopefully we can do some damage in Texas. Uh, Clayson's already there. He's been motoring down. Clayson, you get flights yeah. paid for? I do this year. Yeah, dude. How good is that, right? Dude, it's rad. It's yeah. so awesome. It's basically like. I feel so factory. <laughs> oh man! I might as well have a paycheck. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, at yeah, A Ray, stuck in a van with Mike, sleeping in truck stops. Well, well I, I, at least if my van breaks down, we got the big uh, backpack, so you can get it fixed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a crescent wrench the size of a monkey's head in there. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, this weekend in Oakland, man. Um, 
you saw the very best guys in the world, like Dunge and and and, and maybe not Eli, but Dunge and, and these other guys, uh, Webb Reed. They made a ton of mistakes. Uh, it was a tough track. A Ray, I'll start with you. Like, you had to been just stoked to make the main event, but on the other hand, you're probably like, I gotta go 20 minutes plus a lap in this crap. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty stoked, and then I and then like we were sitting on the gate, and I was looking at the. I was looking at the track, you know, like we're like watching the 250 guys go, mm-hmm. and then I just see these guys just getting sketchy over the <laughs> over the finish line. I'm talking like, like almost jumping off the track, jump la- almost landing on people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude! And I can see like yeah, the about- the face of the triple each lap just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, oh man, like this is gonna be tough. Like I can't imagine how that dragon's back over there looks. That was the the toughest part for me was the dragon's back. The rest, the rest of the track we got through pretty well, but I struggled with that dragon's back all day. But uh, oh. yeah, other than that, like the track, you know, if it had been a little drier, it would have been a super yeah. fun track. But you know, the dirt works crew they did the best they could, and uh, it was it was really good. Uh, Kate, for, for the circumstances. Kate, what were you gonna say? Uh, I said it was the Bonaire National Championships out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kate, for for people for people for people who don't know, like coming up to a dragon's back or a triple, and it's just pick a rut, hope your pegs don't drag. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd wish that on my worst enemy. Like that's no, like <laughs> I actually went into the weekend. I was struggling. Uh, I've, I've, ever since the first time I've raced at Oakland, I've kind of had like a mental block there because uh, the first year I went there in practice, I crossroaded off the face of the triple and ejected right off the lip, you know, blew my knee out, dislocated my shoulder, it sucked. <laughs> so, like, at the beginning of the day, I was talking to my mechanic and team manager, and he was like, man, like, you just you just got to get over it. Like, you just have to not think about it. And I tried not to all night, and, like, it actually worked out. You know, at the end of the night, that was, like, our main positive was, like, I was able to get over it. I was able to, you know, go out, put in however many laps I did, and, you know, I didn't. I didn't crash all day. Like it was a solid day for me. So I was. I was stoked with that. How many times, Clayson, did you uh, not get on the off on the dragon back and just slam into the face? Uh, in the main, I only did it once. In the main, like I knew it was sketchy. Okay. And the only reason I did it the one time was to pass Albertson. So, um, other than that, I was just like double double over the top. And I, I was not. I didn't even want to jump it. Like it was scary. And. Uh, yeah, those those things were hairy for how for how soft they were, but you know I was able to you know muscle through it. Uh, and Ray, how was it for you? Man, my butt was puckered every lap I came around that thing. <laughs> like it was it was so crazy because like the sand was right before it, and the sand part was the funnest part on the track. So I was okay. like, I'd do that little double, and I'd just go wide open around the sand, and it was just like slam on the brakes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I was like, "Holy cow, this thing is so gnarly!" Like, People are watching. Like I watched the race. I watched the race, and they were going. They were coming out of the sand, wheeling, and then tripling over the top. I was like, "Man, like you guys got to slow down." <laughs> well, how about Clayson? Yeah. How about someone from the stands? Look at three fourteen. Look at him carve the sand. Oh wait, he just grabbed the brakes. What's wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what? Exactly. His back wheel locked up. <laughs> right. Honestly. Matt is working on that thing? Uh, I tell, like, I, I was telling Brayton on a track walk this year, I'm like, 
Dragonbacks are the scariest thing for me as a rider. Like, I don't know if I've ever, you know, maybe locally we had one here and there, but a supercross dragonback and you're just like blitz off and you hope to God everything works out all right. Like, I just, oh. Well, they're usually, they're usually not that bad, but the one this weekend, it was soft and it was coming out of a sand section and there was like two in a row. So it was like, yeah, you were, yeah. it was kind of awkward in the first place. Yeah. And then again, you know, throw the factor of ruts and then the softness and then. Like the third one on the second one, like on the second dragon's back, the third whoop up was uh, bigger than the fourth one in practice. Okay, it got a little worn down, but then the top one had a huge knuckle on it. Like it was pretty gnarly. So it was like I was like, man, I'm not gonna skim off of that. Yeah, like, I remember. I tried to skim it and I almost died. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't work. Um, yeah, it was just as a track that I wouldn't want to ride ever. Like. Sometimes as a guy who rode my whole life, you look at these tracks and you're like, that looks so sweet, so awesome. No thanks, not for Oakland. I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with that. Um, you guys, yeah. I mean, obviously making the main event is what you want to do, but I mean, good God. And then also too, like you guys are. Uh, what do you got, Clayson? You got one practice bike, one race bike, just like Ray. Yeah. So again, you're. Well, gonna... I pretty much got one bike now. I got a. I got a race bike and a, and a parts bike. Is what it's turning yeah, out. Yeah, well, if you learn to shift and let your clutch out, it wouldn't fry uh, it. Is there, is there a guy with more bike problems than Alex Ray, Clayson, in this pits? I don't think so. Dude, did you get your clutch fixed yet? Yeah, I got it fixed. It's, it's good. No, it fell off again the other day. Well, it fell off, but I got, I got like, the air and everything out of it because I had to switch the slave cylinder. It was a whole thing. Then I had it leaned up against my van yesterday, and the sucker fell off, and it bent the clutch lever. I was like, damn. <laughs> Dude. Are we gonna get this thing figured out, A Ray? Oh yeah, yeah, I got it all figured out. Okay, all right. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Um, I mean, I had it figured out. I was just waiting on parts, and they weren't coming in because everything comes from Tennessee, and I'm over here on the other side of the country. Um, you so you got to drive to every race, A Ray? That's your plan? Uh, no, actually, I think um, what I'm gonna do is after Dallas this weekend, I'm gonna probably shoot back over to club, and then me and Kate are probably just gonna you know, get together and fly together and Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Kate, he's gonna be on your program. I know. Yeah, but he, I he hates on it and then he decides to be a part of it. He hates what club? No, he said he hates on me. Yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. tries to be a part of it with me. Right, right, right. <laughs> Ray, what like about people that? people don't understand the harassment it's I a, take. It's a love hate relationship, you know. <laughs> um hey, so let me ask you guys this and I asked you both in this first recording that we didn't couldn't make work but i see like this week in brayton like brayton got lapped this weekend and he just he grabbed the brakes let the guys go i mean look i guess if you're justin brayton you don't care between difference between 15th and 13th or 17th and 15th and 13th or whatever it is you know he doesn't really care he does that's not where he wants to be but you guys do want to get you know that one two three extra points means more in a national number it's a little bit more money um it's a little bit better on the resume you guys care about that thing but yet getting lapped you also don't want to be that guy like in the way i remember you know two years ago nick way who's you know had a tremendous career great guy to all his sponsors held up chad a little bit in san diego and the whoops and oh my god the abuse he took like everyone's like everyone forgot about what a rad dude Nick Way was. And you guys don't want to be that way. But what's that like getting lapped, A-Ray? I'll start with you. Like, it kind of – how do you focus on trying to race, race the dude in front of you, catch him, get out of the main line? It's got to be gnarly. Yeah, you know, and it's something that I've struggled with. You know, one, 
don't want to be that guy because you just get annihilated on social media, I would assume, and everybody hates you if you get in the leader's way and then jack up the race. And then, two, like, you know, I didn't really set the world on fire. It was, like, you know, an amateur or anything. So, like, coming in to, like, Supercross, it, it's it's hard overcoming you know, the feeling of actually belonging in the main event with right. the 22 fastest guys in the world. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit harder for me to overcome, but like I, you know, like last weekend was probably my best 450 main event, <clears throat> you know, as far as like getting lapped and like just mm-hmm. saying my own race and all of that and, uh, you know, just holding my line and everything. And, uh, you know, it's working out for the good. And it's getting better and better each week. You know, I mean, last weekend was my 10th main event. And um, so I'm I'm pumped on that, too. And so, Clayson, it really destroys your race, though, right? Like trying to race Alex Ray or any of these dudes ahead of you, right? Yeah. No, like, it's it's hard. Like, it's way harder than anyone thinks. Like, like my trainer gets on me because he's like, he's like, man, you got to keep racing forward, like, like, but I'm like, dude, like I gotta stay out of the way. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't get in the way and then have all these guys hate me and then, because then the AMA dudes get mad at you, like you're pissing off, you know, the riders and then you're making them mad because you're making their job harder and, you know, <laughs> it's not our fault, it's not their fault. It's just, you know, we're yeah. trying to, you know, we're trying to show our respect for the leaders who have earned, you know, they're leading the race, they're winning, we're in the back, like. They've earned the respect yeah. for us to get out of the way, but then the same spot, like we're trying, you know, to make a living. We're trying to earn money. We're trying to earn points. Like yeah. we're trying to do the best we possibly can, and you know, so it's it's a fine line of holding your line and being in the way. Like you have to find the right the right times to let people buy, and you know, sometimes you get lucky and you know you can let them buy on the straightaway, or mm-hmm. it just it sucks when it sucks when you get lapped in the whoops. Because if you have to roll the whoops to let them go by you, yeah, then you lose a lot of time. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things, and and all that stuff all matters to you guys. Trying to get one more point, two more points, yeah. whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. When you talk oh, about yeah, when, when you talk about Privateer Island, and this is the FXR Racing Privateer Island podcast, Kate Clayson, Alex Ray. When you talk about the the Privateer Island, is Nick Schmidt like the king of Privateer Island right now? Is he like? Like, um, he'd be like King Kong of Privateer Island. He, he's in every main event. He's in pretty easy at times. And um, he doesn't. He, he can't get any more support. You know, he's getting a little bit of help from Suzuki and Fly and these guys. But um, can, I guess Nick Schmidt is where you want to be, either one of you guys. I don't, you know, I don't know as a person. I don't know him that well. I don't know if you guys know him. But this, the spot of Nick Schmidt is, is where you guys are, sh- are shaping up to be, where you're just in the main every week, right? Uh, I guess I'll start with you, A-Ray. Well, I would like to be like where he's finishing, but I really wouldn't. I would like to be on a on a pretty good team. I would like yeah. to be, you know, on a like say a Rock River or mm-hmm. I mean, I mean Cade. You know, he he's got a a really nice deal. You know, or or something. You know, along those lines. I don't know if I would still be wanting to do it like on my own, like him. I mean, I'm sure he still gets a lot of support. You know, and stuff like that. But I feel. You know, if I'm getting those results, I would right. want to be on a on a pretty good team. Yeah. What about that, Kate? Uh, like, you know, because I feel like both you guys are right there on the bubble, but if things don't go right, you can't necessarily ride your way into into the main event like say Nick can. Um, so he's just a tick ahead of you guys. Yeah, Nick. Nick's going really fast. Yeah. 
he's killing it, you know. It's, it's all him, you know. Pretty much he has his own island. There's like Privateer Island, <laughs> there's, there's Nick, Nick Island, Nick Island, and then, and then there's Fat yeah, Island. Yeah, that's know? a good way to explain it. Or he's halfway yeah, off. He's, he's on the raft. He's paddling away, but he can't. He can't break the cur- the, the 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 break, the wave break. You know? I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's on the island, like you know, like half half a mile away. You know, that actually has food and you know, like <laughs> shelter and stuff. Right, right. I feel like he's on that island, but not the island where like you have like. Everything that you ever need, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. it's I'm it's, on the but, island. No, yeah. Nick, Nick's killing it. Like he yep. is. Like it's hard yeah, to. Uh, really good. It's hard to to knock him. Like. He yeah, just, yeah. He, I mean, he's he just in the main. To do. Yeah, he's in the mains. Um, you know, and everything else. Um, Alex, what were you gonna say about you, Ireland, full of spare parts, uh, broken so broken motorcycles? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the bad news field post of, yeah. of the, the the hippo thing, the raining. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the island I'm on. That's what I look like. <laughs> that's Eeyore Island. <laughs> Igor Island, yeah. No, Eeyore. No, not Igor. Eeyore. 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 Eeyore a donkey? Well, it's not a hippo. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Alex, you've never seen Eeyore Winnie the Pooh, bro. Alex, have you ever seen Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, I have, but it's been a while. So excuse me if I forget the freaking name. <laughs> <laughs> Igor it's Island. The name. It's the whole animal. You went from a donkey to a hippo. <laughs> you did, eh, right? You did. You did. Oh, well. Um, hey, does it matter to you guys? Um, like, there's not a lot of difference between uh, fifth in the LCQ and 22nd in the main event for payout. Once you get above 20, you start getting a little more money. Do you guys ever think of the purse money? And, like, the say you get fifth. Or six in the LCQ, and you come up just short. Uh, uh, copyright Corey Moser. But does that? I mean, does it piss you off, or do you look at it like financially? You're like, okay, I only, I'm only missing out on a little bit of money. Uh, does that help soothe it at all, or no? Uh, I'll start with you, Casey. No, I'm still. I'm oh. still. Oh, wait. oh, we'll start with A Ray. Okay, so you're bombed. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pissed. Okay, I'm beyond pissed if I'm fifth, and because because you never know, you know, if you could have been in the main event, like what circumstances happen and you could get into the top 20 and, and mm-hmm. make that extra money and get those extra points so for me i if i'm fifth in the lcq i'm still i'm still pretty pissed okay all right and clayson yeah uh i'm i'm pretty heated you know there's bonuses on the line there's all sorts of stuff you know i want the points you know i want to be in there i want you know fifth i'm i'm normally not fifth or sixth in the lcq that usually doesn't happen usually i'm either in or i'm on the ground <laughs> Usually the way it goes. Right. Like you're not putting in, you know, four laps or whatever and then just getting missing it by a little bit. You're you ate you yeah, ate crap. I'm full send. Full send to the top four. Um and and, and what about the uh Clayson, what about the main events being a little longer? Have you noticed that? Is it is it caught up to you a bit? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's hard. Like and I mean it's not hard like the fact that I can't do it. Like I can do Of course, yeah. Like, the other day, like Alex and I do our motos together. Like when we go to the practice track, yeah, we do our stuff together. Like we did a long moto the other day. You know, we can do the long motos. It's people think we get tired. It's not even that. Like it's the fact that, you know, we're going slower and then we get lapped. So we're going even slower. <laughs> Once you get lapped, you pretty much gain a lot of energy back. <laughs> like it, uh, it helps. You know, so it's it's not the length of the moto, really. It sucks because it's, like, more time, you know, it's obviously more time we have to be out there, but, you know, it's you know it's the way it is. Like, I, I enjoy longer races. Like, my fitness has always been, you know, something I've been pretty good with. Mm-hmm. So 
I like the longer mottos. A Ray, he wishes they were all four lap LCQs. <laughs> A Ray, I mean, I mean, if they're four lap LCQs, I don't. I mean, I, don't know, I wouldn't complain, but. <laughs> But no, like yeah, me and Cade, you know, we do our motos together, and you know the the time main events, you know, it it makes them a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. but at the same time, I agree with what he said. Like you know, we had a great off season, you know, like me and Cade, we train together, we do our work and and stuff like that. So it doesn't really bother me that much, you know. If if we hadn't had the tam- time main events this weekend, I wouldn't have caught and passed Cade the last two laps. Oh, 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 there it is. Shot fired. There, there it is. is. Um, there it is. It, uh, he knew it was coming. God, it's been a lot of work for you guys with the rain and mud and everything else, huh? Like, it's been just stressful getting the bike ready, making sure it's set. It's hard hard, hard to ride the tracks, hard to get flow. It's uh, pretty tough, pretty tough deal, Clayson. Yeah, it's it's been pretty gnarly, like, I know this obviously this weekend everyone noticed like it rained this was the first time it's actually rained on Saturday Mm -hmm. so you know that's why it was obviously the worst but it it still worked out really good Dirtworks did a really good job it was it was kind of amazing that the one indoor race we had ended up being the muddiest practice we had I know right whatever whatever happened (laughs) but no the Dirtworks dudes have killed it you know to give us a great track to ride so Um, you know uh, let me ask you this Clayson I was working for A-Ray at, at Anaheim too. And I, and I was kind of bummed that he wasn't in the seated practice. Um, he's right there in the points, you know, one of the guys uh, just missing out. And I said to him like, Hey, I'll get you in the seated practice. I'll go talk to Thule or these guys. And Alex was like, no, that's no, okay, man. Like, I don't mind the unseated. Like it just, you know, it's better for me. What about you? Do you mind which practice you're in? I mean, would it help you to be in the seated practice? It, it, give or take, you know, last year I got mad because I wasn't in it. And, that it's the it's the worst when there's no C practice, then then being in the B practice sucks. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on the, the slower guys at all, but right. you know, you have the C group that's obviously kind of off the pace. Of oh yeah, there's some guys that sign up that I don't know how they have their license, and I, I'm not yeah. sorry, not and, sorry, but I don't know what these guys are going. Yeah, and you know, then they're in the B practice, and you know, there's guys that show up every weekend that have never made a night show, and then they get in the way. You know, that sucks for us when uh, when we are trying to set time set heaters or they're crashing mm-hmm. with cross flags and we get like no time where um, you know when you're in A practice it's nice you know all those dudes are fast they're not going to get in your way no. they want no. you out of their way they want to be out of your way And but then there's times like when there's a C practice you know there's enough there's usually you know 15 to 20 dudes in B so we all kind of get it. We all space ourselves out. You know, the B dudes know how to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And then you're not in the way of the A dudes. Sometimes when you're in A practice, you feel like you're in the way and they're trying to set heaters and then you lose focus and then you crash. And yeah. Right. Um, a Ray, what you don't mind being an unseated? Well, first of all, let me ask you this, Clayson, how many times does that happen where C and B are combined? Does it happen a lot? Well, last year, once we went east, it was every weekend. And, you know, I was making mains, and I was qualifying in the top 20, and I wasn't in in the seated practice. And that's what made me mad last year. Like, right now, this year, like, I don't even feel like I deserve to be in it. You know, this was the first weekend I've qualified in the top 22. So, like, and it, it's been working out good. You know, there's enough fast dudes in B to where it's been fine. But last year, once we headed east, the 450 class, you know, 
there was 60 dudes and mm-hmm. they were putting like 30 guys in B and 22 in A and it was a cluster on the track. Hey, Ray. So. Yeah, you know, I agree with Kate. I think West Coast, it's okay to be in the B practice, you know, just because, I mean, you know, the, I mean, it, it was a stacked field this year, you know, and they had 22 factory guys, you know, it's starting to dwindle down now, but like once we went back East Coast last year, um, you know, you had like, you know, the, you know, the A group and then the B group was, was combined with the C, you know, like Cade said, and it was a little, little sketchy. There was some guys in there that, you know, they, you know, didn't, shouldn't have been there. And, you know, they got in my way too. I mean, um, it, it happens like I get it, but, but uh, once it starts going East Coast, I would really prefer to be an A, but when you're on the West Coast, you know, like, this year, I mean, we had, like, Schmidt was in there. Yeah. Tommy was in there. Joe Alessi was in there. Um, Joe Alessi? Yeah, know. really? Yeah, Joe. Okay. But, uh, and, you know, you have, you know, a lot of a lot of good guys still in the B practice. You know? mm-hmm. so, yeah, so it's fine. You no. Know, yeah, it's fine. And, like, what was it, A2, I had Kristoff in the B practice also. Yeah, that's you know? And that's what he told me. He said, hey, just get behind him and go. Yeah, that's what I mean. That was my advice. Stay with him. Stay with three seven seven. Um, yeah. Again, in a practice, like like Cade, like you were saying, like these guys are on it, man. This is serious. I don't understand. Like, if it was me, okay, and I, and I raced, I made it up to be pro at my local Canadian level. So that's cheese dick, I know. But I have raced. If it was me, and I'm in the practice of, the, and I'm, I'm a top Supercross rider in the world. I don't understand these guys. They literally don't put in more than two or three fast laps. And then if a, if an Alex Ray or a Cade Clayson gets in the way, they freak out. How about you just ride practice fast, and if you end up fifth or sixth, that's still a, nothing wrong with that gate pick. Like, I don't get the, the dick measuring to get the pole, and then when someone gets in your way unintentionally, you freak out. But you, you gave yourself no margin of error to get a fast time. Are you with me, Clayson? Yeah, I totally get it. Like, for me, qualifying, it really doesn't mean anything. Like, it's more of a confidence thing going into the night show because what's the difference for me? If I qualify 26th, I get 13th gate pick. If I qualify 20th, I get 10th. So what's the big deal? You know, like, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Like, yeah, I get mad. Like, oh, I qualified awful today. But, like, it's really not that big a deal for me because I'm not going to make it out of the heat race either way. Sorry, bro. Yeah. But um, for, for, like, the top, it only really matters for, like, the top, you know, eight, ten dudes. And besides that, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it, it all dwindles down into the heat race to where you get your gate pick for the semi and for yeah. the LCQ. Right? I, my point being, like, I don't know why these guys freak out on guys who miss their mess up their qualifying lap, not on purpose. I mean, neither one of you guys would ever do that on purpose, but it happens. You're out riding, you know, they're faster than you, and you're riding, and sorry, bro, and then they freak out. Like, beat it. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it's like like qualifying is totally like a confidence thing just going into the night show. Like, oh, I'm feeling it today. I think I'm the fastest lapper. Dang, I suck today. I qualified 10th. Like, woohoo. Hey, Ray, has anybody ever lost it on you for getting in their way in a hot lap in practice? Um, uh, no, but I mean, I've, I think me and both me and Kate have, uh, lost it on, on a few people. <laughs> well, Phil, Phil does oh, a throat, Phil does a throat slit gesture. 
Oh yeah, I've got. You know, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Phil. I was like, I'm sure Phil is yelling at me at some point. Yeah, Phil has wished probably death on both of you. Yeah, I've gotten the finger from Phil. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's it's even worse when you had like when I used to train with him when he was at club because you know there's no filters when you're training together. It's just like you know you get to do whatever you want. Yeah. So it's a good time. Um, uh, FXR Racing, uh, Privateer Island podcast with uh, Kate Clayson and Alex Ray, or Alex Ray, Kate Clayson, whatever you want to say. FXR, designed by racers for racers. The attention to detail and quality FXR strives to maintain comes back to the skilled team of designers, product engineers, and test riders who always push their brand to the next level to provide you the best product possible. Um, which color FXR stuff do you like the most? I'll start with you, A-Ray. Uh, I liked the stuff I wore this weekend, the red, white, and blue. It looked really good. I was gonna, I was gonna text uh, Adam to see if I had the the Lit Kid Award. No, uh, this Lit Kid Award thing. Actually, I need to get with one of you guys and and have a little experiment for the Seven Deuce Deuce. Um, can one of he you? He said I almost won. He he was like he was like man like you were in the running, like I was gonna pick you for one of the top three, and he was like but then I didn't. Which stuff did you wear, Cade? Uh, it was like my purple and blue stuff that I have, oh. but my favorite stuff is the red, white, and blue. That stuff's so sick. Okay, so it. Seven Deuce told me that Bogle came up to him and said, when am I going to get in this Lit Kid Award? And this week, Bogle is nominated. So we were talking on the Pulp Show on Monday. Um, I think if you just say hi to Seven Deuce Deuce and ask him, you can get in this thing. So one of you needs to ask Seven Deuce Deuce this weekend to get in this Lit Kid Award. And I think he already you, told me I was in, and he didn't put me in. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not let him let it down. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just checking. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna go for the win. Hey, are there times out there, A Ray? Like, look, uh, Ryan Dungey, and I'm sorry to break your heart here, A Ray. Like Ryan Dungey, Kenny Roxon, Seeley, like they're better riders than you, and I'm sorry to break that to you. They're just, they're just better riders, <laughs> but. They also have a lot better equipment than you do. They have factory rides, uh, factory uh, engineers standing around helping them out. Are there times where you watch one of those guys' bikes go by you or you're in a mechanics area and you watch, uh, you know, you watch a rider do a section that you're like, man, like my bike just isn't working like that? Does that happen a lot? Uh, yeah, I mean, my bike works pretty good for the most part. Of but, course, yeah. But I, I understand. Mean, what, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, mainly like getting over like rhythms and stuff like that. Like, I'd be at the practice track and I'm over here like trying to stretch this three out of a turnout, and then you got like, I don't know, Alex Martin comes around and just like hits it perfect on the 250F, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, what am I doing? So how do you like, not? Man, I'm gonna have to. How do you I'm not to just put the rest of this '87 in, in my in my van? I'm gonna have to get some '91. <laughs> how do you not let that? How power. do you not let that mentally affect you a little bit? Is it hard? Do you have to just be like, "Hey, this is what I'm working with. I got to do my best." Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's what I'm working with. Uh, you know, I do my best, but I mean, then again, at the same time, I, you know, I got to start over. I've whole shotted some of these guys on factory bikes before okay yeah so, yeah so you know i mean it you know it all just goes by you know goes by mindset you know i mean i don't i feel like i don't have to have the best equipment to 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 do the task at hand because i mean like in the lcq i mean you could watch on the on the tv that i pulled dino down the straightaway mm-hmm. i mean he beat me coming around the inside of the turn but i got to the first turn first so i mean in some scenarios i feel like yeah their equipment is better but mm-hmm. you know i I'm 
I make it work with what I got. Right. Sure. And Clayson, same question for you. Like, how, how much does that bum you out, or how do you put that aside and, and deal with it? You know, like, I try not to think about it. Like, I mean, I really like my bike. Like, my bike works really good. You know, I try not to think about it. But then, like, see, some people, like, don't even get it. They don't even understand, like, how good factory bikes are. And, you know, lately, like, I mean, I don't mean to diss on these dudes, but, like, look at Aldrich and Charbonneau. You know, yeah. they were solid dudes. You know, one was on PC, one was on Geico. They were solid, you know, top ten dudes. You know, Charbonneau didn't make one of the night shows. Mm-hmm. Aldridge has only made, like, one or two mains, I think. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it makes a big difference. It's just a bunch of little things that add up, and it's, it's stuff that, like, you wouldn't even think of that makes a huge difference. And, you know, like I said, I love my bike. It yeah. works really good, and that's that's what I tell myself to try and, you know, not to think about, about it because, you know, you know, <clears throat> right now I don't have one of those, so I have to make the best of what I have, and you know, what I have is pretty good. So I, I think I'm doing pretty good for what I got. Yeah, over the years there's been privateers who, you know, just use that excuse over and over, and I think it's a it's a loser excuse. It'll it'll defeat you mentally to just be like, oh, why bother? Oh, why bother? You know, you got to do with what you got to do. So, um, yeah, But then absolutely. again, at the same time, I feel like, we haven't rode one of those like good bikes, like great bike, like a factory bike. So mm-hmm. we don't know what we're missing out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's we that just too. Know our stuff yeah. good. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, it, it's it is one of those things. And as a guy that's been on a couple factory teams, like it's not necessarily the equipment, but it's the people standing around that have years and years of experience setting bikes up that could help you. You know. So yeah, that's um, I agree. I mean, it's one of those things. Um, so, all right. So, uh, Dallas this weekend. Looking forward to a, a f- back to a football stadium and dry. I guess, uh, Cade. Is that? Uh, are you looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, I, I love Dallas. Dallas. I have a bunch of family that lives here, and my whole family ends up flying in. So it's uh, it's cool for me. That's why I'm here now. I spend the whole week here um, with my family and stuff. So. It's uh, it's a cool atmosphere for me to be able to to race in front of everybody who doesn't really get to come to to all the races. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've always liked Dallas. I've never made a main here, but I'm hoping I can change it this weekend. Hey, Ray, Dallas, looking forward to more normal race? Oh, yeah, and they actually uh, put some new dirt in the stadium. Um, Oh, they did? Well, I mean, they over the the last couple of years they've used it, but I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah, like 2011 yeah. and 2000, it was hard as hell. The dirt was, and um, they got new dirt, so mm-hmm. I'm really really pumped to you know to ride the good dirt. It's one of the best dirts of the series, and um, yeah, you know, Mike, uh, he's he's got some family coming in too, so so it's going to be a really good weekend. Um, yeah, years ago, back before your day, that used to be concrete, dude. Dallas was concrete, and uh, now the last I've hit, I've hit that ground. Go ahead, Clay. Kate. I said they used it. The last year they used it was in fourteen. It was my. Uh, it was, that was when I like that was my first Supercross race. It was two fifty East, uh, two thousand fourteen. I remember it was the worst dirt. There was like chunks of dirt like, yeah. falling out of the face of the triple. Yeah. When yeah. we walked the track. Hey, Clay. Bad. What? Hey, Clay, was that when you uh, took a trip to Indonesia over that Dragon's Back on TV? No, that was in St. Louis. Thank you, Alex. Okay. <laughs> okay, he's just checking. That was it. He was just checking. Um, yeah, he just 
Well, hey, uh, thanks, uh, thanks to both of you guys for doing this. The FXR Racing, they support the privateers, and uh, they support both of you guys, and uh, uh, we thank for them. We're going to try to do this each and every week in Supercross season, and if I don't get talk to you two jerkies, maybe we'll call up Harrison or Schmidt or the Seven Deuce Deuce or you know, one, of those, one of those guys and, and, and get to the bottom of this privateer island stuff. So um, I like it. Thanks to both of you guys, um, and remember, A. Ray, we're just, we're just here to beat Clayson. That's all we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's the main goal this weekend, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that on Top Twitter. Dog. <laughs> Top dog. Every week, like <laughs> seriously, post main event, I beat Cade. Yeah, dude, he's obsessed with you. Skip a beat. He's obsessed with you. He's like single white female. He's just really obsessed with you. Seriously, like <laughs> it's creepy. I don't, I don't know. There's just a lot of shit talking prior to the season, so okay. I gotta say, you, you gotta get it straightened out. Prior, I wasn't even here. Prior to the season, I didn't even ride. I was hurt. <laughs> well, I'm talking about before you left. What well, we need I to left, do. That's because I was like eight seconds a lot faster than you. Get off. Get yeah, off. Well, get off of it. Hey. Well, you know. <laughs> He's got no comeback. You just shut him down, Clayson. You just shut hey, him down right there. Hey, how, how much purse money do you get for, for the practice track during the week? <laughs> oh. that's, that's why I can talk shit. I, you didn't, I texted him literally after the main. I had to leave to go to the airport, uh-huh. and I texted him before I left. I said, hey, man, good job tonight. And, yeah, then I get that on Twitter. Privateer Island, bro, it's all no rules. It's just no rules. It's, it's everything's every man for himself. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. Whatever. Thank you. Good luck in Dallas. And uh, we will reconvene next week to see how that went and, and more from Privateer Island Life. All right. See ya. All right. Thanks, Steve. Bye. See ya. See ya.